Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rock it brown and orange with me, baby. Let's fry. Of the Here We Go Brownies podcast, I'm Allie Heislong coming at you from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Join with me as always is my wonderful co-host out in Boise, Idaho, Dustin. How you doing, sir? Allie, I was, you know, you know, you always try to catch up on work. I've been trying to catch up on work because I'm like, I'm going to be in Cleveland next week. I'm going back to the land, and so I've just been playing catch up this week, and I look down and I'm like. Wow, it's 100 here and it's 80 in Cleveland. That's a 20 degree temperature drop. We've been burning out west, uh, literally and figuratively. There's forest fires and stuff, but I'm looking forward to going out to Cleveland, seeing a lot of our fans on August 8th at our party. And more importantly, Ali, we're going to training camp. We're going to have a hell of a time and enjoy all the festivities, but uh, just getting ready for next week. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, welcome. Uh, you know, we've got a lot to unpack today. We've got a lot to get to. We'll get to all of it here momentarily. Uh, we encourage all of you to stick around. We're going to be taking some callers later on here in the program, probably about uh, 8.30 Eastern. So give us about 30 minutes. We'll open up the phone lines, uh, but you can give us a call at 216-249-6861. That phone number will be in the comments. Uh, so we encourage you to drop a comment, leave a question. We might just get to it live on the program. Um, but lots to get to. Uh, day one of Brown's training camp officially underway. You hear from Kevin Stefanski and his uh, media availability. And, you know, basically he said, look, this is this is install. Yeah, we did it last year and we set the foundation, but it's a it's a year in, year out thing. This is a new year. We've got to do it again. Uh, so he yeah. successfully installed special teams, or not full special teams, but I think he said uh, the punts, um, some yeah. offensive install, and of course some defensive install. So we're going to get to all that here later on in the program. Before we do so, if you're buying or selling a home and you need somebody that can walk you through the process, Northeast Ohio listeners, that person is Katie Klonowski out of Keller Williams, truly the best in the business. Uh, she's very kind, very friendly, but very intelligent in doing what she does. So give her a call. Uh, Katie Klonowski, best in the business. Uh, Dustin, we're not at training camp right now, uh, but we're fortunate enough to be on social media and see, see uh, these media outlets putting videos out. Uh, I've seen ba Baker Mayfield drop a couple or, you know, just throwing absolute lasers out there. You see Odell Beckham Jr. looking very, very nice. It looks very yep. healthy. Um, what are your That's, overall immediate thoughts of what's coming out of Berea? Well, I just see a team that's focused. Um, mm -hmm. Second-year offense, second-year defense, right? These have already been installed. I just see a team. I, I like Landry's uh, quote uh, that kind of came out of his availability. What are your goals? Just to simply be better than we were last year. Um, I just think they have the right mindset. Um it looks like there's I, I see battles already I see battles in training camp I think this is going to be interesting this is going to be an interesting camp to see who wins spots but I'm just seeing things like Schwartz is you know looking great already I mean there's some just some nuggets that I'm just like wow this is going to be a fun camp to watch and I quite honestly Ali, I'm excited that we get to see it live next week you know and it's just really exciting too because this is <laughs> day one of, right. of everybody being there. Now we know that the rookies reported last week, um, you know, that there was some voluntary stuff going on, but everybody's in the building. Um, we do know, of course, uh, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa is on the COVID-19 list. Um, Tony Fields is out with a foot injury. 
Um, and then of course, Greedy Williams did step out momentarily. There was some fear that maybe there was an injury or something was going on, but it turns out it was just heat related, uh, which is great news. That is exactly what we want to hear. Um, yeah, they said it. They said it's humid in Cleveland, and and he had heat. You know, like imagine that, right? <laughs> so, yeah, ne never heard about humidity. No, Especially I've never been dehydrated in my life. You know, I was like, so what you're basically saying is he was dehydrated, so they took him out. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Um, <laughs> well, and it, it's a very, it's a very serious thing. I mean, I, I've oh, experienced it myself. Yes. I can't say that I'm out there, you know, running around like a professional athlete, sure. but just down here at the beach. You know, if you're not staying hydrated, it will sneak up on you. So we're happy to hear that Greedy is okay. Um, Dustin, before we get into it, you were right. Where Dustin was right and Allie was wrong. Let's dive into it. I'll give you a moment. I will give you your moment, Dustin. Congratulations. <laughs> Correct. Rogers will be under. What, what are you saying, Allie? You're right. I think what Allie's saying, folks, is that she's right most of the time. I don't know if you saw that kind of late in there, but no. Uh, Allie and I were pretty adamant last week on our positions with uh, Aaron Rodgers. And quite, I was like, no, I which believe. Was prior to, which was prior to the, right. the, you know, the most more recent news that came out. Agreed. Yeah, and, and, and I was like, no, I think he'll come back for one more year, get what he wants. And then not only will the Packers have a lot of flexibility, so will Aaron Rodgers, right? It's going to be a win-win for everybody. And then it looks like he's going to get his receiver Cobb back. Um, I think it, Ali, honestly, more than being right, I think it's a win-win situation for everybody in this, you know. I do too. I agree. Green Bay knows they can probably make the playoffs. And boy, if you're the Packers, you're, you're all in to make a Super Bowl run now, right? If you think this is his last year, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you're all hands on deck at this point. I would imagine. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. And they made it to the um, championship last year. So I, you have some more talent and you give Aaron Rodgers what he wants. I think it's absolutely a possibility that that could yeah. that could And then, you know, he'll be 38 after, you know, this season. And so he's, you know, he's probably thinking two, three, four years left. Right. So then other organizations like, I don't know, maybe the Broncos or the Philadelphia Eagles come calling, you know, and if they got the right pieces and parts, he gets to try to win another Super Bowl and end his career on, you know, like, you know, Peyton did and Tom Brady. So um, I think this worked out both well for both parties. Um, I like how he walks into camp in his Dunler Mifflin uh, t-shirt, like I'm here, like, like he just walked in like he owned the place. I don't know. This it was kind of interesting, but yeah. I mean, he pretty much does. He can do whatever he wants and get away with it, which we've seen. No, but, but Dustin was right. I took a pretty hard stance and I said, you know, at this point in time, this was of course prior to any information coming out. Yeah. Like I don't think he will be under center for the Green Bay Packers in 2021. I, I fought with uh, all of the tension that seemed to be in the air and what took place this off season. Mm -hmm. I was adamant it wasn't happening, but I will no. tell you this, it's a win-win for Aaron Rodgers. It's a win for Green Bay, but guess what? It also is a win for the Cleveland Browns because one, we get to go head to head on Christmas against Green Bay mm -hmm. Packers. And of course you want to beat them at their best. Yes. That is with Aaron Rodgers. But second of all, He's not coming to the AFC. That was a fear of mine. Uh, my family was just in town. We were talking about it. And, and uh, my cousin said, well, where do you want to see Aaron Rodgers go? And I said, in the NFC. I do not want him to come anywhere close to the AFC. I know that not there was Denver. Not Denver. Not no. Denver. Like I mentioned, if he were to go to Denver today, they're a Super Bowl caliber team. I don't want to deal with that right now. So us Browns fans, let's be appreciative that he's staying in the NFC. Of course, we'll play him this year. And I think that's going to be a really good game. But stay over there for a while, man. Stay right. over there. I don't want you over here. 
Um, speaking of just tension in the air, Dustin, did you see what's going on down there in Houston with Deshaun Watson? Now, let me let me say this. There's a lot going on down there in Houston with Deshaun Watson, but specifically right. coming out of training camp. I have not seen specifically what's coming out of training camp. I know he did report to training camp. He did. Um, I know he's planning on, but there's so much swirling around the 22 pending things that are going on, the NFL getting involved, you know, so I've watched a little bit. Let me paint this picture for you then. Okay. So, and I'm totally paraphrasing here. I don't have the images in front of me. So, um, you know, don't, don't quote me on the exact specifics of this, but essentially what came out was a photo of uh, Deshaun Watson coming out with his red jersey. Of course, he's the quarterback. They, they wear that. Yep. I'm a quarterback. He's got a hoodie on. Then another photo shows him maybe in a tent or something. He comes back out, hoodie on. He's taking reps. Looks good. He's the quarterback for the Houston Texans as it is right now. Right. As the show goes on, Dustin, um, Tyron Taylor is actually taking the number one reps for the team. Deshaun Watson is lined up as the uh, fourth string quarterback. Let me re- let me repeat that. Fourth string, okay? Not only that, there were a few mm. plays where he actually was not playing quarterback. He lined up in the backfield and caught a pass as a running back. And then uh, a little bit later on, was playing a little bit of defensive back. That tells me that the organization has calls has had calls with the national football league and he's doing the bare minimums so you know because you have to report to camp and he may not be a houston texan very much longer i mean that that's what that screams at me but um and they're and they're just going through the motions doing what they have to do that's i don't know is that how you kind of look at it too houston if i'm if i'm david cully i'm saying you know what we're not going to find you the 50000 for missing training camp. Just don't show up. Don't put that negativity in the air. Don't put that. Don't oh, that's put that true. Yeah. yeah for our rookies or for our yeah. young players. Because having that, I mean, you know what that tension in the locker room can do. It's, well, it's a distraction. It's a huge distraction for training. Yeah. And there was a video that came out. He was doing some drills. Um, and he was just out there kind of just going through the motions while everybody else was working very, very hard. Trying sure. to make a team. And he's just out there doing, doing that. Yeah. Look, it's you know I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna comment too much. That is for you. You're right. Like, why would the organization like yeah. literally? Yeah, it's very. Cool. He doesn't want to be there. Um, if well, I'm, tells you a lot. I would just say, all right, let's just get this over with. Hey, you know what that says a lot about that organization. <laughs> like, why are you like your point? Like, if you're trying to win football games this year and you have Tyrod Taylor as your number one starting quarterback, which by the way we know he's capable he's a manageable quarterback yeah why would you put that distraction out there for all these other players like job is to win games in the national football league and you're just putting you're setting yourself up for yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i i thought that was kind of funny he's lining up there as a running back and as a (laughs) i mean can you imagine baker mayfield just catching a pass not on a trick play just like lining up in the backfield or like just going out there with like john johnson yeah like well, you well and, and by the way, if you have the red jersey on, like, or whatever, I, mean, I don't even know why they have him in that position. I do think he took it off at one point. Like, okay. he's no longer wearing that. Don't but, quote me on that, but still. But, but Allie, let's think about this. You bring up a valid point. I mean, not to go out on this Deshaun Watson thing too much, but you're putting him out there 
And let's just call it for what it is. He's in camp, right? He jogs down the field, okay? And he tears something, God forbid, right? Now your asset that you want to trade is poof, gone. Like, like to your point, what are you doing? Have him walk into training camp, report, and then just send him home, right? Just go home, right? Like, okay, you did your thing. Uh, we're trying to trade you or whatever. You don't need to show up, please, or please don't, you know, we understand you don't want to be here anyway. Like, right. Like, why are you putting the risk out there? That, that I, not it just doesn't home. seem to be beneficial. Like, just go home. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it any further, but I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. To the table. Interesting. Um, I did not see that. That was Yeah. You'll, you'll have to look that one up. It was certainly a fun one. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so those, those two things are floating out there with uh, some, some quarterbacks out there in the National Football League. Um, another thing to, to bring to attention, Browns fans, Browns listeners, of course, we want to uh, we want to give a little bit of love to our friends to Jackson and, of course, Bill Nelson, who um, are going into the legends class for the Cleveland, yes. which is which is phenomenal. And I don't think anybody is surprised that those two players uh, would be within that group. Well, you know, it's such an, it kind of speaks to the Browns. And, and more recent years, they've done this, really honoring their past and embracing their past and their, their legendary players. Um, obviously, Bill is a quarterback that kind of transitioned from the 60s into the 70s, um, mm-hmm. playoff games. Uh, I think at one point, the Cleveland Plain Dealer rated him in the top, like number 50 of all 100 time, you know, top 100 Browns players, he was number 50. Um, and of course, we all know DeQuell Jackson, what he did for the Browns over his tenure. Um, but you know, we saw that a couple years ago with Clay Matthews, you know, getting into the ring of honor and what that means for a player to be in that, you know, that kind of class. Yeah. I'm going to reveal that. What is it? The third week of the bears game, I think in week. Yeah, three. It's the bears game. Yep. Yeah. Um, but an honor for, you know, to to be there, his family. Um, I do not, is, is Bill still alive? I do not know. I if Bill don't is believe still. So. Yeah. So Bill's passed away. So obviously, yeah, I said the former uh, Bill. So I think Bill's family will be there to honor that. But you know what a what a tribute to his to Bill's family. Right? Yeah. So what what a you know a way to. But I really like that the organization is embracing these players of the past, really highlighting them. Um, and we'll get into this a little bit later. The Cleveland Browns are seventy five years old. They're one of the oldest franchises in the National Football League, and they are a pivotal part of why the National Football League is who they are because of the Cleveland Browns. You're, you're spot on. Actually, Dustin, let's just take that and, and transition that into, um, you know, the, the news that came out, the release that came out of the New Jersey's. You you advised that you were getting Nick <laughs> Chubb one, which is definitely the player okay. I, I would also get. Um, but you're right. The Cleveland Browns are an iconic franchise within the National Football League. The NFL wouldn't be the NFL without the Cleveland Browns. Right. Uh, I love that statement. Um, but I also love these uniforms. It is certainly a throwback, but it, it's paying that homage to to these legends that went before everybody that is in that locker room currently. So Dustin, what are your overall thoughts on the jerseys themselves? Well, I was sitting at home with bated breath and I put it out there for all of our listeners right at midnight. <laughs> and then as I woke up the next morning, the amount of likes we got just told me how cool people liked it. Now, there were a few fans, I'll just point it out, we're like, hey, they didn't do this or they didn't do that. And I said, you got to understand the helmet and the stripe and everything they're doing. here. This is all about the history. Like, this is what the Cleveland Browns look like 
in the 40s and the early 50s, right? They're bringing back that heritage classic look to bring back and respect the heritage of the Cleveland Browns. And so I think people just need to wrap their heads around like this. No, this isn't their permanent uniform, but it's badass. I love it. It's a cool look uniform, that brown with the orange lettering. And people just have to understand, if you were around in the 40s and 50s watching Browns football games, that's what you saw. I mean, that's what the Cleveland Browns look like. So I think it's cool. I'm kind of excited to see what game they choose to suit up and wear that in. I think it will be cool to see them out there on the field in that. So as Ali said, I got myself a Nick Chubb jersey. It's coming. It may make a debut next week on the show. I'm excited. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I love the new uniforms. Well, what do you think about the helmet? I know that was a lot oh, of I love, super controversial thoughts. I love that. But again, I love that look, the number, like it's cool to me, but I'm a, but I'm, I'm a traditional, well, not a traditional, but I love throwback stuff. Like just in general, I like a classic throwback. So when I saw that helmet, I was like, ah, man, that reminds me of the glory days of the Browns and the Marin Mott. You know, we had Marion Motley, you know, the, the tribute that we did a few months back. Like, I was like, that reminds me of the Marion Motley era, right? Like, that's just cool. So I loved the number. I, I thought that was super cool. Just yeah, personally. I like it. I like it. And I'm still up in the air of which player I'm going to get. Um, so if you can drop a comment, who should uh, who should Allie get in her throwback jersey? So um, I've got a, I've got a Nick Chubb. I'm kind of going, all right, can I do Baker is a good one. Do I, I Miles is a good one. So drop your comments. Who should Allie get? I kind of was thinking about maybe getting a player of somebody that I don't already have. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But then again, this is an iconic look. I should go with an iconic player. So we'll see. Um, but speaking of iconic, if you don't have it already in your cupboard, you need to have iconic stadium mustard. It's been <laughs> all over the world. It's not just in Cleveland. You can get it anywhere, basically anywhere, anytime. You can get it on stadiummustard.com or you can go over to herewegobrownies.com as well. Go to our sponsors page and you can click directly on their icon. It'll take you directly to their site for you to order. Um, you know, I'm actually going to read this directly from their site, Dustin, because I, I think this is so cool. You're, it's no longer just a regional favorite. Stadium Mustard is now anywhere or available anywhere in the universe. Served and enjoyed at Cleveland Stadium and many other venues for decades, the Mustard now has also had the honor of being requested on three different space shuttle missions. Yep. So they say the universe, and that's exactly what it is. And they say, <laughs> hey, you know what? When you open up a jar of Stadium Mustard, you're not just having... You know, you're not just hearing the, the baseball bats and, right. and, and the, the football players hitting on each other. It's not, it's not like that. You know, you're, right. you're opening up a jar of an iconic brand. So make sure you have this in your cupboard. It's truly the best. You can put it on just about anything I have. And I'm not even a big mustard person, but you have to have this in your cupboard for any any meal, truly. Well, the interesting thing is it served, it, I believe, from what I was told, you know, the CEO said hundreds of stadiums around the country actually have stadium mustard even in their stadiums. I mean, that's that, that says a lot to how well it's liked outside of the, even the state of Ohio. Absolutely. Um, before we get into training camp, Dustin, let's stay on the subject of controversy. And we're not going to dive into this one. We're, we're really not going to. I go, have no idea where you're going. Yeah, you have no idea what I'm, what I'm talking <laughs> about. Uh, we're not going to dive into this head first. Um, you know, we really focus on the Browns here, but being that we are a Cleveland primarily a Cleveland-based podcast. We are going to talk about it just a little bit. Um, of course, with the release of the Cleveland Indians name change going over to the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, a lot of controversy back and forth on this one. Um, Dustin, I've got one thing to say. 
I'm a proud fan of any team that plays in the city of Cleveland. I mentioned to you prior to jumping on the show, if, if the WNBA said, you know what, we're going to give Cleveland a team. Well, guess who my new favorite WNBA team is? Right. It's the Cleveland based one. Right. We don't now this might be, this might be crazy, but I, I value higher Cleveland than I do. Oh, of course. Yeah. 100%. Indians guardians. It's about Cleveland. So for me, is it a change? Yes, it is. But Fans, if you remember what Port Augustine said, one of uh, Kevin Spansky's mottos, embrace the sun. Embrace the sun. It might not be your first pick, but at the end of the day, we're all Cleveland fans. Yeah. Well, Allie, side note to this. This is very interesting because this came up and everybody was asking this question. So you probably saw this, but Tom Hanks narrated the opening of this. And everybody's like, well, why Tom Hanks? Why Tom Hanks? Well, Tom Hanks is very close to the city of Cleveland. He started his acting career uh, with Shake, the Shakespeare uh, company there in Cleveland. And he has loved and admired Cleveland for years. And it has a soft spot in his heart so much that when Allie and I went and had Angelo's Pizza, one of our great sponsors, he talked about how Tom Hanks comes back to Cleveland with his people and takes and rents out Angelo's Pizza so Tom Hanks can ha- hang out with all of his friends and stuff. So it's, and people were like, why Tom Hanks? Well, Tom Hanks loves Cleveland. And so I kind of like that Tom Hanks did that. And people are like, well, why? And I'm like, here's why. He feels like he's ever indebted to the city of Cleveland because that's where his acting career started. So I kind of like that connection uh, using him. And I think he did a good job, honestly, uh, when he narrated that, how he kind of did that and how they put it together. So that's kind of my two cents at the end of the day. I root for Cleveland teams. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's call it how it is. We're the Cleveland Browns. I didn't get to pick the, the, the name Browns. That came way before I was born, Allie. But guess what? I root for the Browns because they're Cleveland's team. So yep. there you have it. I'm going to support whoever's in Cleveland. <laughs> um, speaking of Cleveland teams, we're just going to touch on this real quick, is the Cleveland Cavaliers are set to select number three overall in the upcoming draft uh, tomorrow, which is very exciting. This could be a very pivotal moment for the franchise. And we all know that, it's been uh, not so much fun to watch the Cleveland Cavaliers since LeBron James left, um, but there has been a lot of optimism with some of these young core. We talk about Isaac Okoro, um, Colin Sexton, uh, Darius Garland, uh, but yep. now they have their eyes set on somebody like an Evan Mobley who would be. Yep. <sighs> Dustin, I'm, if, if they can get their hands on that kid, I will tell you they, they will have a lot of optimism going into the next couple of years. I think well, this will really be... A, a nice stepping stone to get to where they want to be. Yeah, that, that kid's really good. Um, they've needed that kind of defensive firepower. He can bring that. Um, but here's the other thing, Allie. If you're Cleveland, from what, I, from what I'm seeing through the tea leaves, they're getting multiple calls from teams like the Knicks, the yep. Timberwolves, a lot of phone calls. And, and the Thunder, yep. Yeah, I mean, if you think about that, like as an organization, can you give me three good players or, you know, for a th- we'll call it a three for one, right? Maybe something like that, that I think can get me possibly in the playoffs next year or the year after for one. I mean, let's be completely transparent. This is a very big decision for the Cleveland Cavaliers here, and they can't really mess it up. They got to they gotta go one way and say, we're going with the kid, you know, if he falls into our lap at number three, like an Evan Mobley. Or do we think we can go get three quality players that can make us competitive 
and we'll retool for next year's draft or whatever. But they're at a kind of pivotal moment as a franchise, I think. No, they really are. And we know that the Oklahoma City Thunder just offered them to move back to the number six overall pick for the number three, as well as getting uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, um, which who's a very, very, very good player. Um, right. And they said no. They turned it down. So uh, they're yeah. all on Mobley. I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm excited yeah. to watch this franchise hopefully – going down the right path. Right. Well, but you, you bring up a good point. You, you bring in someone like Evelyn and you start playing well, mm-hmm. you can bring some veterans in, right? And some pieces and parts to try to get back to that competitive space that you want to be in, right? To compete against um, in the in the East, you know? But you got to build it. But yeah, they're at a pivotal point. And if they get this right, they could be looking pretty good and a lot of optimism going into the future. Dustin, why don't you tell our listeners about that beautiful backdrop you have behind you and where they could get one? So this is, by the way, he's been so busy, Allie, which is nice. He's been really busy. I love that, right? I love that, right? Uh, so this is Gutter P. Uh, he's a local Cleveland company, gutterp.com. Uh, he can build you some cool uh, Cleveland-themed things for your tailgates at the Muni Lot or wherever you're tailgating. Um Danny Cleveland is getting one of these built. It'll be on display at our event on Sunday. Um, we will have ours up, by the way, Allie. So when we do all of our interviews, that will be super cool. But uh, he will actually do this. But the nice thing about him, he can make it for your kid's birthday party, um, anything you want. It's very well uh, thought out. So you can get any theme you want, but that's gutterp.com. Uh, great guy. His name is Andy, and he will take care of you. He certainly will. Uh, Dustin, before we open up the phone lines, let's just dive into training camps a little bit here. As we mentioned, yeah. going into it, we know Jeremiah Wusukoromoa has been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Um, so hoping that he's okay and can get back to playing very quickly. Tony Fields yeah. is out with a foot injury. And of course, Greedy did step away. Uh, but again, not injury related. It was just a heat uh, type of situation. Yeah. So excited that he's be able to come back uh, fully healthy. Like, that's kind of a scary situation. We know that he has been battling injury really throughout his entire career. So to see him go off, it's kind of a scary situation, but very thankful yeah. enough he is coming back uh, fully healthy and that that secondary is locked and loaded. Um, so, so Dustin, of course, the uh, Browns open up with no players on the pup list, which is amazing news, especially right. with Junior, Grant, Delpit, some of those guys that- Knock on wood, Alex, start knocking on wood. <laughs> so they're, they're running out very healthy, which is exactly what us Browns fans want to see. Uh, but from the national media or the local media, rather being able to post some of these things on Twitter or Facebook, um, coming just some highlights, things like that. We know that Baker Mayfield's out there just slinging it like he does, doing what he does best. Odell Beckham Jr. looks very, very good. He looks very healthy, very fast. Um, he's been out there. It's been fun to watch him as well. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones making a, a great little snag there, Dustin. Did you try on that? T- I'm telling you, I, we, I, I said this in previous podcasts, Donovan People Jones is is could be one of this. I mean, like fighting for one of those starting positions. Like he's going to be battling it, and he's got the speed. I like him. Like, so I, Dustin, let's do that then. Let, yeah. Let's talk about the receiver room because I know I know that there's a lot going on in there with yeah. Hollywood, with DPJ, with Odell, with Jarvis, now with Anthony Schwartz, Kaderil Hodge. Yeah. With somebody like a Donovan Peoples Jones, what? What do you think he can do this season? I know he stepped up huge last season. Yeah. But a lot of that was out of, we don't have a lot of options here. Mm-hmm. But now that we are locked and loaded, everybody is healthy. What kind of role do you think he can and will play this season? Well, what I see him playing is because 
Odell Beckham Jr. being back and healthy, right? Well, that causes double teams, right? Everybody doesn't want to get blown on a deep ball to Odell Beckham, right? So what does that do? It opens other opportunities for someone like People Jones or Hollywood Higgins to elevate and be one-on-one downfield and be in a perfect position for Baker to throw the ball to him. So I think it just even gives them more opportunities, in my opinion, because now, you know, and you can kind of see that where Baker's like, you know what, I know Odell's back, but I'm going to throw it to who's open and I don't have any pressure that I got to get the ball to Odell. But if Odell's open and he beats his guy, you bet I'm going to give him the ball. But I think it just brings in more opportunities. I just think it's it, it actually helps him with the kind of offense we have. Well, speaking to the kind of offense that we have, we know exactly what Kevin Spansky likes to run. But how do you think Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to fit into that? I think he will fit into that, that he could end up being a starter, like a rotating starter. Like, I mean, that's where I think we're going to see these battles in camp. Um, he, I mean, I think we're going to see that kind of stuff. That, that's why I'm looking you, excited to see. you go bold and say that you could put him as wide receiver three? In some sets, I can't this early. I can't this early because I think there's going to be a battle between him and Hollywood pretty hard for that three spot. So I, I don't, I think the, I don't think the jury's out on this yet. Um, I wouldn't go bold and say that yet. No. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, like, Holly's like, let's see if I can get Dustin to go bold. Like, no. No. Here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing, Dustin. I, I think that he can. Because we talk about this, and this is that wide receiver room as it stood last year with Odell out. There's a lot of redundancy. You know, you have you have um, Jarvis, you have Hollywood Higgins that kind of can do a lot of the same things. We didn't have a guy that can take the top off of a defense. We didn't have a burner. Well, we have that now. We've got that with Anthony Schwartz and the speed. We've got Odell Beckham Jr. back safe and healthy. Um, and of course, Donovan Peoples-Jones, who stepped up in a huge way last year. I wouldn't go as bold to say he's wide receiver three right now. But I guess I guess what I am fearful of is that his opportunities are going to decrease. And I think that's just natural. I mean, he, he got to play a lot more last year based off of yeah. circumstance. Um, I do think that's going to drop back. And I just hope that he can make the most of those opportunities like he did last year, because I love that kid. I think he's so talented. Oh. I love what he brings to the table. But I do think later on in the season, we could see him fill that fill that role as wide receiver three. But I say that based off of the set that they're running. So you, you sure. mentioned the word rotational. And that's, that's just how this uh, offense is going to run. Yes. You know, some sets is going to have Anthony Schwartz out there just being an absolute yep. burner. Other times it's going to be Hollywood Higgins. Um, you know, maybe it's Donovan Peoples-Jones, whatever kind of offense they're running for that snap. But I do think he could work his way into a very significant playing time. Well, here's the one thing that we can all say. Hey, Cleveland, we have depth at wide receiver. What a great thing to have, right? And not only do we have depth, we have quality depth. So, like, if you lose somebody, you're <laughs> – you know, you're not going off too far. So, I mean, to think about that with Odell being absent last year, we were still complimentary, you know, and doing very well at, at wide receiver. So I like the depth there. I like the reps, all that. So I do too. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the secondary, specifically the corners um, today with greedy, kind of a scary situation. And it makes you think, what if that would have been something? And I, and I don't want to put that out sure. in the universe, but what, what, first off, I want to ask you the same question about Greedy that I asked about DPJ. What kind of role do you think Greedy Williams can play in this defense? I think he'll play a significant assuming, role. Assuming he is healthy. 
I, I think if, if he's healthy, he's the starter. I think if he's healthy, he will be the starter. Um, he's coming back from what I can see, you know, ready to go. Um, but, you know, some of the, you know, some of the tidbits we're seeing out of training camp, uh, I think it was Newsom broke up a Higgins pass, right. And looked really good out there. Uh, so again, I'm excited to watch camp unfold and see yeah. these guys gets rep because here's the truth. There's a lot of talent on this football team now. I mean, a lot. And if you talk to the national people, they'll say top to bottom. I don't know if the Cleveland, if there's another team in the national football league that has more talent. And we talked about this on previous shows, Allie. Good players are not making this roster. Good players are going to go play for another team and play well. So these coaches have to be, I mean, they're going to, it's going to be tough those last five, seven days as they're making those cuts. You're going to be like, Ugh. you know, like he's this much better than this guy maybe, right? I mean, this is going to be interesting to play out. And I'm excited to kind of like, to your point, when we're watching a week, you know, this not this Saturday, but next Saturday, when we're out there watching training camp, to with our own eyeballs, do the eye the eye test, right? Like, wow, did you see how he beat that person? And like, that'll be fun. That's what I'm excited to watch. So, you know, I think I think you're right. There's going to be quite a few very good football players that do not make this team. And fans, listeners, prepare yourself for that. You may have a fan favorite that doesn't make this roster. Um, that is the sacrifice of having a good football team, a well-run organization that has huge aspirations, not just winning the division. That's not it anymore. It's winning the Super Bowl. And some sacrifices are going to have to be made. And that may come at the cost of some of our favorite players that we've watched, um, that we've seen develop here. So prepare for that. Of course, we want to see all of the best players make this team. We root for the Cleveland Browns. We want to put, yeah. make sure they're put in a position to win. But it's, it, it's a business. Well, Allie, I mean, let's just use this example. We've had him on our program. Great guy, Terrence Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a what a great player, right? And he didn't, make, but he's going to play on another team, you know, and, and probably well, be a free agent. He was a free agent, right? Yeah. Right, but I'm saying, but did great things for the Browns, right? And did great things last season, but just you know went on to another team. So I just we're this is weird to say, but the Cleveland Browns are competing for a Super Bowl now, like. To say those words out loud seems crazy at times, but we're we have a window, and we've we have to be focused and put the best mm-hmm. best guys out there, and in and put what we think is going to be a Super Bowl caliber team to get us over the hump where we were last year. I mean, Allie, we were first down away from being in the AFC Championship game right. with last year's defense. Like I keep saying, with last year's defense and what we did this year, like holy crap! If we stay healthy, wow. Well, Dustin, I think it's important. I'm not saying that this is what you're insinuating, but I think it's important for us fans to remember that last year doesn't matter anymore. Right. And and that's hard to say because the Browns made such a run and we're going to hold on to that forever. But in the eyes of Kevin Stefanski and in the eyes of every player on this team, that's out the window. It doesn't matter. It's over with. We're focused on today. We're focused on day one of training camp, day two of training camp, week one, week two, whatever it is, they're focused solely on that. Um, And it's so easy for us to say, well, the Browns did it last year. Hopefully it carries over. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Well, it's, well, there's new players, new team, but I think Landry put it best. Our goal is to be a better football team than we were last year. Well, Mm -hmm. 
last year's football team was a team that went to the second round of the playoffs. So if you're putting a better team on the field and being a better team, you're saying our goal is a minimum AFC championship game. So it's like, yeah, like what, you know, so yes, I, it's going to be fascinating to watch this unfold alley. And I can't wait for us to break this down week after week and be like, wow, look what's happening. Right. Like it's going to unfold right before our eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, fun time to be a Browns fan. We know that we're a very good football team and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch them. Um, Dustin, before we open up our phone lines, we want to give a shout out to our friends over at Orlando bread. Uh, we mentioned, you know, having stadium mustard, but you can't complete the sandwich if you don't have the bun. So make sure that you have Orlando bread from, excuse me, Orlando bakery in your home. It's of course, it's an iconic Cleveland, Northeast Ohio brand, but you can get it just about anywhere. So make sure that you're stocking your home correctly and with top notch, top-notch products like the Browns have top-notch players. So make sure you have that um, and, and set yourself up for success. That's what we want. Yeah. That's what we want you to do. Have the best sandwich you can with Orlando bread. Um, Dustin, anything else on uh, training camp that we want to unpack before we open up the phone lines? I don't think so. You know, I'm excited to hear what, so this is what I've heard, Allie, from all of my friends, like Danny that you'll meet when we go to Cleveland and all these guys. Cleveland right now is at a fever pitch and they cannot wait for football season to start. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to, to get some of the energy, some of the folks that may be calling in tonight. Um, I'm, ex I, I'm excited to feel that buzz because we felt the buzz in April and there was no football. There was just an NFL draft. Yeah. That, dra that buzz in Cleveland in, in mid-August, holy cow, it's going to be a fever pitch. No, it really is. And I'm excited. So guys, we are going to go ahead and open up our phone lines. If you want to give us a call, that number is 216-249-6861. I'm going to add that to the comments here. 216-249-6861. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a ring. We're going to have the, uh, the phone lines open here probably for the next 20 minutes or so as we wrap up the program. So please, let's hear from you. We'd like to, uh, we'd like to Feel the energy. That's what we want. You know, I'm in South Carolina. Dustin's out in Boise. We, we need to live vicariously through you. So give us a call, 216-249-6861. Uh, um, and as a more importantly, come see us next Sunday and enjoying all the festivities. Um, Dustin, real quick before, you know, prior to us taking any calls, um, Ohio State fans, I'm not sure if you saw this. We'll just quickly unpack this. Uh, highest rated quarterback um out of texas quinn ewers is possibly foregoing his senior high school season and coming directly to ohio state so keep your eyes out for that one that's that's really interesting Dustin, we're gonna go ahead and take a call yep thank you for calling the here we go brownies podcast who do we have on the line this is norman it's norman we got we got norman dustin can you hear him okay norman out from arizona right Arizona. <laughs> hey, how's the, how's the weather out there right now, Norman? How you living? Uh, we're still doing our monsoon season. Uh, <laughs> a little while ago, heavy. Oh, you know, Dustin was just saying out in Boise, it's blazing hot, and he's going to come yeah. over to Cleveland, and it's going to be a little bit of a drastic change. I can tell you down here in South Carolina, it's humid as ever. But Norman, tell us, what are your thoughts so far on training camp? I know that they've released some videos. We get to see Baker Mayfield looking pretty good out there. But what what are you seeing that has you excited? Um, as far as the training camp battles, uh, I'm really geeked about the defensive tackle position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I know everybody's kind of focused on, on like the secondary, particularly the quarterbacks, but, um, but, uh, me at the defensive tackle position, um, got Togi on, uh, Wilson, mm-hmm. and it was one other name that's on the tip of my tongue. Those are the three guys that I think are going to eat their way into the starting lineup in some type of rotation. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, uh, Norman, not to cut you off, but you know who I'm excited to see this season is Jordan Elliott. Um, he didn't get to play a ton last year, but what we saw of him, um, I was really impressed with. We know coming out of the draft, he had an explosive first step. That's what I'm excited to see with him ha- being able to have Jadavion Clowney, Tack McKinley, or a Miles Garrett kind of on both sides of him to anchor that interior of the defensive line. I'm excited to see somebody like him kind of step up and maybe take that next step uh, in his second year. Well, on that note, because of how what I saw from him, and I realized it wasn't great, but he mm-hmm. did get some chances uh, to play, to even start actually. And little underwhelmed mm-hmm. myself. So I'm saying that he really does need to turn it up, yeah. or he might find himself on the outside looking in. And uh, now the only one that I expect to go to like the practice squad or the injured list uh, would be, I think it was his name, the Dougal. That has all yeah. the potential, but had all that trouble because he's been away from it. So he might be the one that has to do a lot of catch up. Yeah, Malik McDowell. Um, just to speak on him, oh, I, now, okay. yeah. Now I, I'm I'm not there in Cleveland to speak on this, but just from what I've heard from some of the other podcasts I listen to and some of the the uh, local media that's there, is he is head and shoulders above everybody else, physically speaking. He is a massive human being. Um, he, w- he came out of uh, Michigan State and I believe it was 2017, drafted by the Seahawks, uh-huh. really never played a snap due to some character concerns and just some personal issues. What we know is Andrew Barry, Kevin Stefanski placed a high emphasis on high character guys. And I don't think that they would bring somebody in that would be a detriment to the team, but I do think that he can step up and play a significant role um, but I do agree with you in the sense, Norman, that it may require him to take a step back and, and maybe be on the practice squad or maybe be on the lower forward, yeah. position to get those reps because he just quite frankly hasn't had that at this point. Or like he's washed up anything like that. Norman, you there? I think we lost you for a second. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, we can hear you now. He's like a, okay, I was saying he's like a diamond in the rough, and he may, you know, be behind the other people as far as like somebody that they want to put out there to start. Sure. But if he if he throws himself into this, okay, and really applies himself and starts showing signs, you know. It, it, they might have to say, well, maybe we better keep them on the roster. <laughs> so, but uh, right. you know, if you're looking at people that might fall off, and it, and I think might, uh, depending on what kind of shape he's in now coming into camp, and maybe where he is halfway through camp, 
uh, going into the preseason because I know they're not going to make no decision to cut nobody right in camp. But um, if um, for his size, if he's not holding the point of attack or penetrating, uh, they're going to be looking at him saying, well, we don't even sign him for a year anyway. You know, and and, uh, and for his sake, I know he's probably really eager to go out there because he really regretted opting out in the sure. interview. I remember him saying that. Sure. And he said that uh, Miles went through it. Miles had the same thing. He had the issue with um, asthma, mm-hmm. which when he said that, I was like, I don't know Miles had the issue <laughs> He certainly doesn't show it when he's playing, but it, it really affected him when he caught COVID. So on the one side, it might have been good because maybe his issue with asthma is a little more severe than Miles is. But on the other hand, he was saying, seeing him out there playing and, and thinking that I could have been out there contributing, you know, uh, so he's going to have a fire to him to, to play. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm no, I'm I'm excited too. I really am. I think I think the defensive line battle is kind of underrated right now. I think everybody's putting a lot of emphasis on the receivers, the corners, the secondary. But I, I do agree with you in terms of the defensive line. Norm, I'll get you out of here on this one. Um, what do you what are your thoughts on the new uh, on the the jerseys? Say that again. I hear you. Sorry about that. Um, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, the uh, throwback jerseys? I really like them. I really like them. And uh, somebody gave me an idea about which one to get a player to get the number for. Uh, he's one of our listeners. I can't remember his name right but He's going to kill me for that. But, uh, but he said, I'm getting my Chubb throwback jersey. And I was thinking, yeah, I can think we're going to keep Chubb for a while. And he's like the most Jim Brown S running back we've had. <laughs> you're, you're spot on. You're I agree with you. Norman, I, I already one. ordered mine, so I'm spot on with you. Yeah. Well, Norman, hey, thanks for calling in. We always appreciate you. You've got the best takes around. So thanks and uh go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns, Dustin. <laughs> hey, that is our friend Norman out in Arizona. I love that guy. Arizona. As a, you know, Norman, friend of the program, love him, always the best takes. Um, I like his idea of the Chubb, though. I'm right up his alley. Yeah. Right up his alley. Um, but, <laughs> no pun intended. But, no, I like I like the Chubb one. It's, you know, classic throwback. You know, the running back's a classic throwback kind of position. And you know what? When, when you think of the Cleveland Browns, what is the first thing you think about? Like, let's just, let's just throw this, this out there while we wait for a call. I think of Jim Brown. I think of Ernest Biner, Kevin Mack, right? Like we, we think about these guys, right? Like these are who we think of the, the, the guys that, you know, that ran the ball for the Cleveland Browns. We think of those guys, right? Like, so Nick Chubb, of course, we think of Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt in modern day. So like, I think that's perfect that, you know, you, you get, you get a running back. So yeah. you get a, you get a, a throwback, or you get a vintage jersey with kind of a vintage style of player. I yeah. think that's a good fit. I yeah. might need to get myself a Nick Chubb one too, Dustin. I don't well, know. Then, then you'll have your all. Well, you got to get a white one though. Get a white one because then you get your white 
I know that's pretty convincing. Allie, we just can't come up. We can't just show up at the same event though, wearing the same white jersey. <laughs> Guys, give us a call. We're gonna have the phone lines open for just a little bit longer. That number is 216-249-6861. Uh, we talk about having a sandwich. We talk about stadium mustard, Orlando bread. Um, you can't have all that if you don't have the meat, Dustin. And where do you get that? At Five Star Meats. We talk about supporting these locally owned and operated Northeast Ohio businesses. Um, but if you're anything like me, I love a good burger. I love a good cheeseburger. And you can get that exactly over at uh, Five Star Meats. We talk about Bob and his crew over there. They really are genuine, the best in the business, and you're going to get consistency every single solitary time. So make sure that you go check them out over at Five Star Meats. You know what they say, Dustin? There ain't no wiener like a five-star wiener. A wiener. Yep. And speaking of that, Allie, I just talked to Bob a couple of days ago. Um, on Friday, I'm swinging by the plant, Allie, like the, the actual five-star meat plant. And guess what he has for both of us? A shirt for you and a shirt for me uh, That for the five stars. With that quote, Allie, that you just said, uh, <laughs> he's got some shirts for us. Allie's like, I can't wait to wear that shirt. That's going to be awesome. Um, but uh Anyway, so, and you know what? Here's the truth. If you're going to have a great hot dog, who, everybody hates Heinz ketchup. So you get that and you throw that away and you put Cleveland ketchup and you support Matt and Lisa with Cleveland ketchup and you put that on your dog and you're ready to go. And as Allie knows, you can get the classic, the bacon habanero, or as, as she says, it's got a little something, something on it. Oh, now, no, get to it. Yeah, the ghost, the ghost pepper will, will give you a little, little jab. So, um, and of course, you know what? Thank you to all of our sponsors. And we're so excited that you're coming to our event on, you know, coming to support us and be there for our big event uh, that's going to go to fill the truck for the food bank. Allie, I'm going to throw a stat out there real quick. That oh, What's that? Let's hear it. So I know we're doing this food drive for the food bank um, and the greater, you know, Cleveland people, you know, the, the Greater Cleveland Food Bank is a big deal. Allie, this is a stat that kind of just set me back in my seat. One in six people are malnutritioned or hungry and don't get enough nutrition or food in the city of Cleveland. I mean, that just kind of hit me. One in six people? Like, that's kind of staggering. Um, so I'm really excited to uh, partner with Danny, and we're doing this thing to fill a 28-foot truck, guys. So please come. Um, even if you can't stay, donate some uh, non-perishables. Uh, perish There's all different things that they need. We'll put a list out there. But boy, that just kind of hit me, Ollie, with one in six people. Um, they go hungry. Like that just kind of kind of threw me back in my seat a little bit. So it's a, a very significant number. And it and it hits close. Right. It's Cleveland. Um, uh, and yeah. to everybody listening, if even if you can spare anything couple yeah. dollars here or there if you've got some cans in your pantry it goes a long way it truly does yeah. and here's and here's the really cool thing that we're doing for the event alley just to you know as we wait for another call we're going to have a lot of autographed jerseys and stuff from brown's legends current players um at this event uh, and the raffle and all those proceeds that go from that raffle will go to the food bank so that's another great cause that'll be awesome about that is we'll have all these great prizes that people can come and actually try to win. I think that's a really cool thing. They could walk away with something really cool and give something to a great cause. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. Hey, some, some news. Um, off a of sports center right now, the Yankees are finalizing a deal to acquire Joey Gallo from the Rangers. So 
uh, Indians fans, you, you know, that one all time. I know I was kind of beating that drum for the Indians to bring him into Cleveland. Obviously, that's not taking place now that he's going to, you know, who over there in New York, but uh, that is breaking right now. Uh, you know, so do we, do we, as Clevelanders, do we just have kind of a chip on our shoulder for New York? I don't know. Like, yeah. It is Cleveland like against the world? What's that? So it's Cleveland against the world. Well, yeah, but Ellie, like, it just seems like we don't pick a fight. People pick a fight with us. Um, we talked about this on a previous podcast about how they, like, the official uh, Twitter page of the city of New York said, hey, a gloomy day is better than a sunny day in Cleveland. I'm like, what did we do to you guys? Like, like you just decided to, like, kick us, a, kick us, kick us when we're, like, down. Like, we're not down. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I, I just don't get it why people just go out of their way to, to but hey, you know what? I tell you what, that does make Clevelanders resilient. Um, they're tough. They're gritty. Um, and that's what the Cleveland spirit is. And I mean, that, yeah. about the Cleveland Browns, when people are like, are you a Browns fan? And I'm like, yeah. Do you know what it's like to be a Browns fan? They don't have a clue. Like, like you don't understand what it is to live in Cleveland and, and understand what these guys of the past have went through. So it's very interesting. It's, yeah, no, it, it really, really is. Um Guys, we'll have our phone lines open for the next five minutes or so. Uh, that number is 216-249-6861. Um, but before we do that, Dustin, I think we're about to have a special appearance live on the program mm -hmm. for, our, for our stream viewers. So if you're a, an audio listener on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or what have you, I do apologize that you might not get to see this. But I think we might be having a, an appearance who will announce our, our final sponsor. So we'll give her a second to come on in. We'll give her just a second. Oh, here she is making a quick appearance. Come here. <laughs> oh, here's our girl. Okay, here's so, okay, so I'd like to point this out. When Allie got this dog, it was like this, and now the thing can barely fit in her lap. Almost like she's a big girl. She's a no, she's a big girl. Um, no, she's she's grown by leaps and bounds. So you know, we oh, all yeah. well, she retriever, and that's what they yeah. do. She she yeah. just wants to let you know. Uh, that you can get your official Here We Go Brownies podcast hat or t-shirt over at onlyincleave.com. We encourage all of you to use promo code woof woof, all one word, all lowercase, uh, at checkout to get 10% off of your purchase. Uh, that's what Birdie wanted to tell you. Birdie, yeah. my beautiful dog. Birdie Baker Mayfield High Song. That's not really her name, but it, it just rolls off the tongue. So you just want to let you know you need to go check out Only in Cleve. So again, if you're watching the stream, you're welcome that you got graced with her beautiful presence if you're listening to us i'll just let you know she's really pretty you can go check out i just hope she does some crazy That's things in the good. background now because that would and be now i'm nervous she's gonna you never know what she's gonna do hey ally just let her just let her be let her do her thing right let her do her thing. that makes me a little bit nervous just a little bit nervous um well she is a puppy still so that you know there's always that variable so oh yeah oh yeah let me tell you it is never <laughs> ever ever a dull moment um Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening? You know, I can't think of anything, Allie. Um, we'll be uh, next Wednesday will be our last podcast before we're actually in physically in the in the Cleveland area. Uh, looking forward to being out there and visiting everyone. Uh, join us next Wednesday. We'll have some more details about being out in Cleveland. Um, but other than that, guys, stay safe out there. We know, um, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the world, but just, you know, we look forward to seeing our folks out there stay safe and, of course, stay healthy. That's what we always tell everybody to be. That's what we do tell them. 
Um, no, absolutely, guys. We're so appreciative of our sponsors. So make sure that you go over to herewegobrownies.com and you can click on our sponsors page. It'll take you directly to their little icons. You can click on each and every one of them to take you directly to their website. So if you want to go get some Cleveland ketchup or some stadium mustard or whatever you want, you can go directly there and place that order. Let me tell you, it's oh. awesome stuff. Oh, one last thing. Uh, one of our uh, listeners and friends of the program, uh, Not So Cool Jules, who gave you a shout out on Twitter. Uh, she was the winner of our Angelo's Pizza this week because she was saying, you know, I don't have any good pizza. And I was like, we're going to change that. And so, <laughs> so I set her up with uh, Angelo's Pizza. So, hey, shout out to her. She's way, you never know when you're going to be a winner. You never know. Just out of nowhere. You never know. All right, guys, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. We appreciate all of you. Uh, we will be coming back at you next week with some more coverage of the training camp and seeing what's going on there. Uh, and anything new that comes up in the sports world, we'll, of course, unpack there. So, guys, with that, stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, go Browns. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! This is for you! Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown and orange with me, baby. Let's fry. Represent the land, let them know. Tell them, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. 